Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good day, whenever it may be. True Seven Nation, thank you for listening in. I am excited to be here with you again today talking about another couple of recent and relevant topics. But before we dive in, many of you have been rocking with me for quite some time. I want to make sure you're following me on all of the social media outlets that we are participating on and that is facebook and instagram on ig you can find me at true seven life that's t-r-u-e the number seven l-i-f-e and at true seven cbd at true seven life at true seven cbd both on instagram and on facebook thanks for rocking with us thanks for rocking with me we're going to continue to bring you this branded great content And today we're talking about three things. I've been hearing these terms and we're going to end with some other terms, but I've been hearing this term cancel culture and I don't know much about it. You know, I really don't pay a lot of attention to all of the cackling and talk and garbage and minutia and all of that going on. So some things you may be able to slip by me. Now, most things I'm up on just by nature and by virtue of the people that I interact with and the moves that I make in the circles that I'm in, X, Y, Z, what have you and what not. But there are some things that I get late just because I really don't have the mind space and the capacity to open myself up to it. But cancel culture is one of those things. We're going to talk about cannabis and different people's thoughts and feelings and emotions around it and we're also going to end with the pandemic there have been a lot of visceral conversations surrounding this and i just wanted to bring some things to the listeners attention so cancel culture i was online and starting my research and the first definition that i got said something to the effect and this is from wikipedia uh, cancel culture or call out culture it's a modern form of ostracism which was interesting i like that term i like saying ostracism to ostracize someone but it says which in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles whether it be online social media in person what have you or what not now that didn't do a whole lot for me so I went to another dictionary version and it said the phenomenon or practice of publicly rejecting, boycotting or ending support for particular people or groups. And that didn't necessarily do much for me either. It says because of their socially or morally unacceptable views or actions. So I did a little more digging. I went to the Urban Dictionary and this was quite interesting. Urban Dictionary says to dismiss something or somebody or to reject an individual or an idea. Cancel culture as it currently exists doesn't give people a chance to learn from or apologize for their wrongdoings. Okay, now this thing is starting to to open up a little bit. So I read a little more on some of the celebrities, quote unquote, that had been canceled and I'm not going to mention any names but it was interesting when the information was talking about 
celebrities being canceled and it started to make more sense and then i went to another i guess editorial and it talked about what half of the americans think or what half of adults think when we hear the term cancel culture and some people say it's holding people accountable what i like to say when i hear accountability is what level are we holding ourselves accountable to because a lot of times we enjoy holding other people accountable but then we give ourselves the benefit of the doubt come on somebody we like to hold other people to a higher standard than we hold ourselves to so when we say something that's improper or incorrect or when we make a mistake we want that grace and we want that forgiveness but when someone else does it we want to cancel them so with all of this research i started to understand what cancel was and if i go back to the second dictionary it talked about ending support for a particular person for particular people or groups and basically if someone says something that we don't agree with we want to cancel them we don't want to support them be it a celebrity an actor actress we don't want to support their movies be it an artist or entertainer we don't want to support their craft we are quick to cancel people reminds me of a time when if someone did something improper in the workplace we're quick to go after someone's job we're not a nation or a society that wants to talk about rehab all we want to do is get rid of the problem move it out the way and and sweep it under the rug so to speak and i believe i have a problem with my understanding of this cancel culture definition and i just wanted to put some energy on that if you will i I have to believe in this cancel culture period of time that we're going through, there has to be a space for grace and a space and an opportunity for people to learn and educate themselves. And that's all I'm going to say on that topic, but cancel culture, I just wanted to shed some light on that. And I hope I've been able to give you an opportunity to reflect on your thoughts and opinions on cancel culture. And let's see what happens these next few months and, and years surrounding cancel culture. If history is a good indicator, cancel culture will be a, a word or a phrase or a saying that comes and goes like many other things. I wanna transition to the next topic and that is cannabis and I won't tarry long here, but I do want to put some education around this term cannabis cannabis is a plant that contains over 200 plus cannabinoids the most popular cannabinoid from the cannabis plant is thc right now it is a schedule one narcotic the second most popular cannabinoid is cbd 2018 the farm bill passed making cbd legal in all states in the u.s thc CBD, same plant, a lot of anecdotal evidence of positive experiences with this plant. I myself, my background is the wine and spirits industry. I work for 17 years in this industry and I still consult in this space. I've been consulting in this space for another two years. So a combined 19, almost 20 years 
in the wine and spirit space. And anytime I have a conversation about THC versus alcohol, my question is, if someone is struggling with either, and there's a choice, if you have an addiction to alcohol or an addiction to marijuana, which addiction would you prefer to have? And yeah, there are going to be some that say marijuana, the illegal substance, but most people are going to say alcohol because alcohol has been proven to be much more detrimental than THC has. And I'm not necessarily advocating one or the other, but I am trying to open your mind to THC and most definitely CBD. And I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, www.true7cbd.com. Again, much more beneficial than the adult beverage industry and everything has its place. Don't get it twisted. I am not knocking the industry that buttered my bread for many, many, many years. And I'm still receiving benefits and royalties from that industry. Don't get it twisted. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is THC, similar to how CBD currently is, needs to have some attention and the restrictions and regulations need to be addressed in a similar manner that it's sister or cousin uh, alcohol has been. That's my piece on cannabis. The last thing I want to talk about is the pandemic and more specifically this vaccine and not even the issues that we've had with some of the vaccines. That's not even my concern. My concern is how divisive we are on both sides of this thing. We have people defending their stance and they hadn't made a decision one way or another. We have to, we have people that are defending their action because they don't know whether or not they made the right decision. And we also have people defending their inaction again, because they still don't know whether or not they've made the right decision as well. And what I want to offer is an ear for both sides. What I want to say in reference to this conversation is let's hear both sides. Whatever side you're on, be open and receptive to hearing the other side and not defensive and trying to argue or fight your opinion. Listen to why each individual has chosen the path that they chose. Most times when we listen and we hear people out and we sort things out, things start to make sense. Let me say that again. Most times when we listen and we hear people out, things start to make sense. Here's what I believe. I believe that there, as an individual, there is not a right or a wrong decision. I believe it is up to the individual. So there are some individuals that have chosen to get vaccinated, and I believe that is the right decision for them as well as there are individuals that have chosen not to get vaccinated. And I believe that is the right decision for them also. So you can say that I am pro-choice on this matter, if you will. There is not necessarily a right or wrong decision, but the individual decision that an individual chooses to make, in my opinion, is the right decision. I want to transition and as I was doing a little bit of 
homework on cancel culture. I saw something that said eight slang words from the last decade that we can't stand. Eight slang words from the last decade that we can't stand. And uh, <clears throat> it's interesting. The The first word is bay. B-A-E, bay. It says it was popularized in 2013 and 2014. And yeah, it was word of the year in 2014. And I won't necessarily say that I can't stand it. It is an interesting word. It has brought it has brought me quite a bit of humor. But the term bay has made the list of eight slang words that we can't stand. Interesting to me, I can't necessarily say that I can't stand the term bay. Fake news, again, another interesting term. I do have to say fake news. Just the term in itself has kind of gotten on my nerves. I don't think people use it in the proper context. So when people are using a term and they don't really understand it and they throw it around flippantly, yeah, to me it gets annoying and it can be one of those things that I can't stand. Uh, The next term, on fleek, (laughs) another interesting term I heard here. It was uh, coined sometime around 2003 but popularized in 2014. And again, this is one of those terms that the youngins use. So whenever they were saying it, it wasn't my style, but the fact that it has kind of went out of style, I do enjoy the term on fleek, not necessarily one that I would use, but probably one that I would endorse. Uh, Canceled. And uh, for years, it was just concerts, flights, and other events and certain things like that that was subject to cancellation, not individuals. But now in the time and in the day, in the era that we are in, we are canceling people. And I can't say that I don't stand, I, I can't stand it at this point, but I can say I don't endorse it. So canceled, another term. Basic, you know, that's a term that it says it was, popularized in 2014 it became a new uh, way to insult people it was a not a term of endearment basic I remember the times whenever that popped up you know someone is so basic or that is basic and they're saying the term is not going to die but I can't say that I'm an advocate of that term either YOLO says YOLO was popularized in 2011, 2012, and it's short for you only live once. And I don't know if that's a term that I can't stand, but again, it's one of those terms that are often taken out of context. I mean, you you can't use YOLO as an excuse for everything, you know. Uh, sometimes you just have to stand in the cut and deal with whatever it is and do what you want to do and be strong about your convictions as to why you're doing something, but YOLO isn't always the reason. Uh, The next term is snowflake, and I don't know that I was familiar with this term before hearing it. It says a term for someone that thinks they are unique and special, but really are not, and that's interesting. It seems like another one of those terms, uh, not of endearment if we're using that to 
I guess, tear down someone else, but snowflake. Triggered is another word, and I can't necessarily say that I don't like this word. I mean, some people do get triggered. I think it's a term that has helped shed some light on some mental health pandemics and traumas and different things of that nature. So triggered is a term that I'm actually uh, somewhat comfortable with, and I'm glad it's a term that people have started to use and understand some of those triggers that they have. So the eight slang words that we can't stand. Bay, fake news, on fleek, canceled, basic, YOLO, snowflake, and triggered. As we transition, this segment is brought to you by Hello Smooth Med Spa, www.hellosmoothmedspa, where they do the best lips in Florida. We are going to talk about 11 slang words from the last decade that we love. 11 slang words that we love. Let's see what we have here. <clears throat> extra. Interesting that Extra made this list and not the previous list. Based on some of those terms, I would think Extra would be on that list. Uh, Miriam Webster defines Extra as more than is due, usual or necessary. Extra, more than enough. And we all know some people that are extra. <laughs> we definitely know some people that are extra, some people that put some mustard on it, some people that do all of that. The next term, adulting, the practice of behaving in the manner of a responsible adult. I mean, I've always thought this was just being mature, but we'll go with the term adulting. The next term, flex, a term that we love. Okay. That's my, who's my guy? Who sung that song? How much you made? Rich homie Quan. I would say he popularized this term, kind of walked in. That's my inner rich homie. But yeah, rich homie Quan and the term flex, flexing a muscle, you know, showing off, doing whatever it is that you're doing, flexing on fleek or whatever it may be. But yeah, another term that supposedly we love and it could be on that previous list also. Lit, want to give a shout out to my girl Amanda Ashley and Lit Sessions, but Lit is a recent term that supposedly we love I guess that's you know when people turn up or they act bad or they're having a great time but lit is one of those terms that we're using low-key and high-key interesting the slang variant of low-key often written without the hyphen as low-key functions as an adverb okay Merriam-Webster Low-key is typically used to describe a speaker's desires or emotion. Okay, low-key, high-key. Interesting to be on this list. Shook. All right, shook. Shook was a term popularized. Well, I guess we can say it was popularized, but it was used by Mob Deep back in the mid-90s. Shook ones. I think that was like 1995 or so. But I guess shook is a term 
that is coming back. Sure. And then we have fam. What's up, fam? That's my fam. You should be able to understand it in this context. It's family, friends, someone in a close relationship. The next term, bromance. That should be one of the words that we cannot stand. Bromance, uh, it's described as an intimate and affectionate friendship between men. I don't know, you know, intimate and affectionate could be taken out of context. My understanding of bromance is just two people that are just way too infatuated with each other. But, you know, lines have not been crossed. It's more outwardly than anything but bromance. Another term, thirsty. Interesting. Words that we love. Thirsty. These words, I don't know that all of them have the most positive connotations. So I wouldn't necessarily say there are words that we love. Thirsty, when someone is too eager to get something, when someone is showing desperation, uh, they're thirsting. That is uh, thirst that they're showing. Thirsty. Uh, the next term, shade. Uh, if I were to say in a condescending voice, oh, honey, I'm so glad you saved up to buy those glasses that is considered uh, shade. You're not insulting the glasses directly, but you're implying that you are throwing shade. Shade can also be seen as passive aggressive behavior. But another term, shade, that we allegedly love. And the last word, mood. Allegedly, it was popularized in 2015, 2016 on Twitter. And allegedly by someone's post or actions or interactions people can feel the energy of that and be able to relate to that mood I, i've heard the terms that's a whole mood etc etc listen i'm 43 years old i may be too old for this terminology but mood is just mood to me but with that that commences our 11 slang words from the last decade that we allegedly love and i will wrap them up and recap extra adulting rich homie kwan flex lit low-key high-key okay shook fam romance thirsty shade and mood and with that this episode of the true seven life podcast is slowly coming to a close once again follow us on social media at true seven cbd and at true seven life we have a lot of great things going on we are hosting a cannabis educational event our second one is going to be in gainesville we've done it we've done one in jacksonville we have some heavy hitters that are sponsoring and involved with us so continue to educate yourself continue to be open be flexible, be receptive, be gracious. And this concludes the episode of Cancel Culture, Cannabis, and the Pandemic. And as always, the True 7 Life Podcast is brought to you by True 7 CBD, www.true7cbd.com, relief seven days a week, and Hello Smooth Med Spa, www.hellosmooth.com, where they do the best lips in Florida. Thanks for listening in. We'll see you in two weeks.